The overwhelming ocean is in constant motion when you are a child. The stink of seaweed and salt, and the way wet grit and earth smell at the end of a full tide storm. The crash of waves as you sleep and the sound of a soft intake of breath as it retreats. There's a Cornish saying that nothing is left behind in an autumnal tide. The powerful tug between the sun and the equator makes the water surface stronger and it pulls and builds until we are left with what are known as great tides. As I stand here on my childhood beach in my forties, all I can see is the stretch of grey rocks and the serpent-scarred sand where the ebb has come and gone, and the overshadowing feel of the village behind me, that sense of being looked upon. Down Derry stretches all along the butt edge of this part of the bay, a juxtaposition of old and new, rich and poor, of pretty fishermen's cottages that line the coastal street and the bullying millionaire houses that dominate the high north and easterly hills with their balconies, glass walls and swimming pools. It is the village I grew up in. The slow sift and drift of the tide of my childhood seemed always to be at that outgoing phase. No matter how I stood and reached for the water, it always stretched and stopped just out of grasp. Its draw slow, painful, retreating towards other continents and versions of me that I thought I would never get to see. I would never be a traveller, moving beyond the confines of my small world to the expanses beyond, and I would never be that writer, never be one of those names I traced on the covers of the books borrowed from the mobile library, the Lifeline books. My destiny was sunk so deep in poverty that I would never have the opportunity to explore. This is what they told me what the teachers said with their tuts and whispers, and what the parents of the posh kids who lived in those big houses up on the hill said, with their titters, that their kids didn't play with poor kids no matter how rich those kids were in heritage, how wealthy they were in the colour and depth of nature, the pleasure of simple, wild knowledge. I stand here now with the sea spray on my face and the rhythm of the receding waves in my ears, and I wonder what it was about that quiet, abiding girl that snapped and kicked until, over time, she became this. Not a slim shadow of her former self, but a big, punchy, radiant light. What was it about the small world around me that made me want to reach out and tear a hole in its fabric? Not content to accept my place at the poverty table. When was the moment that I decided to stretch my thinking further than what I could see, beyond what was expected of me?